And welcome to another episode of Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Bruin. Hey guys, you can find me at Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. Hey, Shane Manila. <laughs> Great, now I'm going to have to adjust the volume. Shane Manila. <laughs> If people could see the video, Shane's just sitting there with his head and his hands. And hey, dude, I'm the one that's been sick. What's your problem? (laughs) My eyes are barely open. It's it's super late. Like I don't think people know how dedicated we are. We're we're here recording at what feels like three in the morning. (laughs) Right, dude. I'm the one that's been sick. I'm the one that had to sleep, but I'm wide awake. Let's do this. Come on. Let's go. So we have some big news. I mean, it's big news for me. I don't know about you guys, but I really love J.J. Watt. So I'm I'm very interested to see what happens. But before we talk about this, our news is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Shane, tell them about it. Thrive Fantasy. Um, If you deposit more than $20, they will match up to $50. So what you want to do is deposit $50. Because if they match it, that means it's times two. That means you, you would have $100 if you use, only if you use our promo code, though. Dynasty Trade. Nope, that's not right. It's <laughs> Dynasty <laughs> HQ on caps on oh. Thrive Fantasy. Uh, we'll try that again. Use promo code Dynasty HQ when you sign up today. You get an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. <laughs> up to 50. So between $20 and $50 is what you want to do. I'm That's suggesting sweet 50 yeah. because if they double 50 they're doubling bucks. a higher amount. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. So, please, go to ThriveFantasy.com. Use our promo code DynastyHQ. You know, it's funny, Jeremy. We, we we were guests on a show this week. And, unfortunately, I know you had a family situation. You couldn't come. But part of it is with Shane. Shane was trying to do math on the show. And he did Gosh. it instantly. Like, instantly he figured really? out something. And I was like, there's no way he did that. I was like, he definitely used a calculator. <laughs> And then he was like, no, I didn't. I didn't use a calculator. And then we we moved on, but then he panned down, and then all of a sudden he showed a calculator on the camera. It was pretty funny. That's great. Yeah, definitely. um, Helping the kids with math, man, helped out. But, but yeah, so, hey, J.J. Watt was released. It's funny, too, when people say, oh, J.J. Watt was released, and then you see, you know, J.J. Watt asked to be released. It's not like they said, J.J. Watt, we don't want you anymore. Um, well, it was a mutual decision is, is right. the verbiage they're using, um, which, again, is similar to how a lot of divorces happen, <laughs> where it's a yes. mutual decision. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it's sure. really, just saying. No, good. So I do like I do like the moment everybody you can't see that uh, Shane's using air quotes. It's just funny to me because like it's when you break up with someone like it doesn't have to be mutual. Only one of you has to be like hit the eject button. And if any of you are in a relationship where you've tried to break up with the other person and they refuse to let the relationship end, call the police. Oh yeah, my gosh! So hey, maybe there. we'll spend the whole hour talking about that. Um, but uh, I I do like the fact that the moment that story came out, I would say what ninety percent of Twitter said he's going to the Steelers yeah. <laughs> to be with his brothers. What do you guys? Ideally, yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen with him? 
I don't know. The Steelers seems a little too much like a pipe dream. Like, and you know, he'll probably have to take a pay cut. Well, you would have to take a pay cut to do it. I don't know. I mean, that that would be great. I don't know where he ends up, but you know, for a few years, at least a couple years, he's going to help a team. Um, you know, maybe a Super Bowl team, uh, and he's still got you know got it in the cards for a couple years. As a Browns fan, I'd like to see him come to the Browns, but then I don't want to see him spend money on older players. You know, I want him to keep getting young. They got some speed. I don't really want them to fill that role like that. But if you were to help them to get to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't complain. Because, I mean, it's tough to not be a – for him not to be a fan favorite. I mean, I love the guy, too. He plays for the Texans, right? I mean, he's hard, He's easy to like. He's a great player. So for a couple more years, I think he can be a star like that, top guy, edge rusher in the league. So, I, But, yeah, I have – Shane, where do you think he's going to go? I, I have no idea. Well, um, you know, I put a lot of thought in this, and <laughs> then I realized he's a defensive player. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say. I don't care. <laughs> I was going to say bullshit. I give half a shit. I mean, You're I don't, consistent. I like it. Yeah, I don't want him in Pittsburgh because I hate Roethlisberger, and I don't want that fat f- ever win another title. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want him in Tampa Bay because I hate Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Um, Kansas City would be good because I like Pat Mahomes. Uh you're right, man. I, Pat's an easy guy Buffalo? to like. He's a good kid. Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo would be a good spot, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. I, I Eagles, just think because they need help on defense. <laughs> huh? Eagles. Yeah. When you used to be a fan of theirs, when you would have welcomed him. Yeah. Yes. I just think it's funny. I, I mean, I get that he's older than a lot of players and everything, but man, when he's good and he's going, he's a good player. He still was good this when year. When he's too. healthy, he's a stud. Yes. Yeah. So I think any team that he ends up going to, he's going to help. He may not be an every down starter that's going to be the dominant defensive player on their team, but maybe he he's will. good for the team. When he's not playing, I mean, he's a fan favorite. People love that guy. He's good for the community. I mean, he's a value add when he's on the bench, but you know that's not why you bring him in. He's a, but he's he's just that guy that's going to kind of lift a team maybe to the next level if he's you know that last guy they bring in in free agency that last or that last piece, not the last free agent, but. Yeah. The last piece they need to get over the hump and maybe make the Super Bowl or something. He's definitely he, one of those kind of guys. He, well, but is uh, he a high scorer in IDP when yes. he actually plays? When he plays, when he plays, uh, but he's in a position where, depending on the scoring of your team with uh, on your league with IDP, he's like a boomer bust type of guy. You might yeah, get zeros rushing, yeah. and ones every week, and then you might get seventeens and twenties every week. You know, it's it's one of those up and downs all the time with that position. But you know, he's also like Jeremy. You just said he's one of those kind of guys that there's never really ever been a bad word spoken about him. Like everything he's ever done has been good stuff and. For me personally, I you know, we talk about the players that you like and, and I still think that doing fantasy you should watch players you like. But do, I started in Dynasty eight years ago and he was the first IDP player I ever drafted. And so he was on my team for a long time. So I've always really liked him. So I, I hope he does go somewhere and I hope he does keep playing. He's he's yeah. one of those kind of guys that you like to root for. But you know and for Shane, you know what? Just for Shane's sake, dude, he you know, he's a top ten rusher. PFF graded him as I think the number seven guy last year from the edge, like Mike was saying, you know, they're not the highest scoring guys. Boomer bust, they can be high scoring. But he, he had forty tackles, which you know, that's not a ton from the outside, but it's good from the outside. He was tied for fifth at that position, at his position. So so, you know, that's that's somebody that's going to help an NFL team, no doubt. And yeah, an IDP, your favorite way to play it, fantasy football. He's also 
good. Exactly. So quick, and there was wait, there was that one season where he played offense also. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he so offense. we've met our IDP requirement for the year now, right? Yes, we have. <laughs> we never but, had to done. talk about but, it again, yeah. All right. But what I want to ask you, though, Shane, since you don't want to talk IDP, but this does have something to do with offense then. This team is like... More than any team we've seen in a long time is like a sinking ship. I mean, everybody wants out. They don't have any picks. They're doing all this stuff. So what's going to happen with Watson now? Did it, didn't also the president of the team leave or, or somebody left this or resigned this week with Houston? Yeah, they just basically, if you didn't come in with the new GM, um, You're out. Nick <laughs> Casario. Casario and... Uh, <laughs> I tried to steer it away from IDP, Jeremy. Did you see that? I tried. What, what'd you do? I tried to steer it away from IDP because we know we don't want to talk about that. But. Hey, I think we discovered if, if Shane ever has to miss another show, and granted, he's missed one in like three years, going right. on four years now. If he misses another show, that is our opportunity to do an IDP show with awesome. guests for IDP. That would be great. He's not going to miss anything, and he's not going to listen to it. He's not going to care. And then, you know, we, we get to give the dynasty IDP people throw them uh, okay that would be fun okay so, go ahead Shane. <laughs> yeah the thing with the texans is if you don't worship at the feet of jack esterby um you're, you're not going to do well there um basically you're going to get shit canned um so yeah they got rid of their president he resigned um this week oh, oh twitter what are you doing um last week they got rid of their director of football administration their equipment manager um <laughs> You know it's bad when you're getting rid of guys that do the dirty work and they're not worth it anymore. And and the thing is, the the equipment manager, apparently Watson was fond of. Uh So I I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Talking to Shane about this, like sand through the hourglass, and so are the days of our lives. Shane's got all the dirt. Well, because if if anyone hasn't read the story about Jack Esterby, um, one of the patrons shared it in our patron chat Uh last week. Yeah. about his rise to power in Houston. And it's incredible because the guy's got no reason at all to be running an NFL franchise, except that (laughs) him and the, the owner pray at the same altar. Oh my God. Wow. So yeah, instead of paying attention to my kid doing karate, um, I was reading that article and it was very uh, interesting. Shame on you, man. All right, so 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 steering it back to offensive players, like you wanted uh, to talk not about IDP. What's going on with Watson? We made they that won't let him go. <laughs> they will not let him go. Uh, it's been reported all week that you know teams are calling and they're still like, no, Watson's going to be here. I don't know what you're talking about. And see that yeah. that kind of goes back to. Well, yeah, exactly, Jeremy. We talked about that on the show, too. You know, there's all these players that supposedly want out and all this kind of stuff. But in the end, a bunch of them will end up staying where they are, you know? So do you think that's what's going to happen with him? Shane's no, talking, but he's no, muted. He's, he's gone. He's, if he, he'll sit out. He'll sit out the year. Oh, you think so? Um, yeah, that, that's my fear, too, that it's gotten so bad. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not advocating for him to do that. But it does sound like, you know, through the grapevine that things have gotten really bad with um, the way he's handled things. He's, I mean, outspoken about it. It seems like if they don't trade him, if something doesn't give, that it could be one of those situations like Shane just alluded to where he just says, I'm not going to play this season. And, and that would that would suck for everyone. I mean. In fantasy football. You know, we talked about that, what, maybe two weeks ago where we said how players now 
are really vocal about when they don't want to play. And Shane, you made the comment about, well, they're the captains. They're the leaders of the team, the quarterbacks. And we've had plenty of running backs or whatever sit out. Has there been a quarterback in recent memory that said, screw you, I'm just not going to play? Oh, there was that time uh, Doug Flutie. (laughs) No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't recall this ever. Exactly. That's what I mean. So, so Jeremy, you said it so matter of fact that he might do it. There's been quarterbacks that have forced teams that have drafted them to trade them. To trade them, like Eli. Um, And way back in the day when you were probably in your mid 30s, uh, John Elway. (laughs) Way back in the day. I was going to say, yeah, okay. But I I don't ever remember a quarterback and an organization's um, relationship deteriorating to this point. Like the closest I can think is Kirk Cousins and Washington uh, team. But there didn't seem to be so much animosity. Watson does not want to be there. He's not going to play next year. So that would be interesting if if he really just says... trying to sell him because they're afraid that he's going to I don't know. Be stuck in with the Texans. Well, that was the other question that because we ultimately always go back to value of a player. If he sits out, if he doesn't play, I mean, he's good enough that you would still want him on your team, even if he doesn't play. So when you say buy low, do you really believe that somebody will sell him low? I hope so. He's talking, but he's <laughs> muted again. So, so Jeremy, so, what do you think? So. No, wait, Jeremy. I don't do you think? think so. I, but I hope so. I mean, that's a quarterback at the top of his game, top three, top five. One of my favorites. I, I would love if somebody sold low. I haven't seen it. I don't. I don't think people will. I mean, you know, we'll have to see what 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 happens. But honestly, he could be better on another team. I mean, what they did taking away DeAndre Hopkins, his like, you know, BFF, and he's still. I mean, he did better. Like he. In in a lot of ways, improved. He's a great quarterback, so I I want I want to buy him. I want I, I think he could be better off on a in a different offense, and um, I think we've seen sort of the floor for him, honestly. But I I don't think people are selling low. You seen it? I haven't. I haven't seen it either. But if he holds yeah, out, need, if he holds if out, drags on through May, June, and the rumblings, you know, start to come more that he's going to sit. But no, you're not. You're not buying him low right now. Although I'm looking at some DLF trades, and uh, yeah, no, no, no. people <laughs> yeah, are still, no. no one's selling low on him. Too early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's not that time yet. But I was pretty much asking about if he holds out is what I meant. I'd still, I'd buy him. Look, if he holds out, I don't care. He's 25 years old. 26. I'll be 26. I'm still buying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm. A, I really like him. I think he's one of the best. Everyone tells me quarterbacks can play until their early 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah so he won't be 26 <laughs> until the beginning of the next season. So even if he were to sit out next year, he'd still be 27 when he came back. So you're looking at, worst-case scenario, five years of prime football for him. Wow. You know, speaking of quarterbacks, I think it's that time, isn't it, Jeremy? I think it's time to talk about Carson Wentz. Uh, he's oh, on our yeah. show sheet. <laughs> That's a show favorite. That we love to talk about Carson Wentz on this show. And and you know his status has changed greatly since we first started talking about yes. Carson Wentz. Yes. We had a lot of debates and arguments, and mm. and it's sad what it's come to today. But there's a lot of Wentz is still an eagle, and there's a lot of yeah. conjecture on this one. That's it. He's still an eagle. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's the whole news blurb this week. He still has a. Been- <laughs> 
fucking traded. <laughs> Look, we don't we don't have sound drops and bites and everything, but we need a Carson Wentz sound drop bite thing for for Shane to talk we about. Do. You know, um, <laughs> it would be kind of funny. Wait, so the other thing we had on here, uh, you first wrote here Juju is a Raider, and then you changed it with a question mark. So because you said you were, and, and let's just do a little <laughs> background for the listeners. <laughs> You had to take a nap earlier because you began the sundown. No, because so I've been when sick. when you woke up and read that, you thought free agency already happened and Juju had signed with the Raiders. So I had to add the question mark. Listen, I know. was sick and I slept for four hours and I wake up and the show sheet says Juju is a Raider. So what else am I supposed to think? It, or if, uh, you should have heard it in my voice, like Juju or Raider. That's All right, so, so why and thought a lot of things had changed? <laughs> hey, listen, every time I do go to sleep, you never know what's going to happen when I wake up. Yeah, so yeah, what, what, what or if you wake up? Hey, hey, knock on wood. So what is this about? Why did you write that? Um, apparently, the Raiders are hot and heavy for Juju. The Raiders. It's silly season. You know, it's just everyone's going to love everyone, and we're going to be connecting dots, and it's going to be fun for the next. Two two and a half months. Is it really? Is it really fun? The yeah, thing is, this is, I, this is, this is the best been. part. This is the best part of the dynasty season, right? This is when every prediction you make is probably going to come true. Uh-huh. Every plan you have is going to go correctly to plan. Yep, famously. Um, yes. Yeah, right. Like DJ Chark. I already know he's a wide receiver one next year because Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. So yeah, it's one yeah. plus one. First equals game, baby. Yeah. So I love this time of season. There's nothing, nothing goes wrong. Everything is going to work out exactly how I have it configured in my head. I think that's the best part of it. I agree. You know, a lot of people, usually people that don't win, but a lot of people (laughs) say the off season is more fun than the regular season, you know, and, and a lot of things in the off season is all just talking out your ass. Pretty much you're you're making all these predictions and all these choices of what's going to happen, but we really don't know what's going to happen until even we have free agency, we have drafts, we have rookie drafts, all that kind of stuff. But we do have a bunch of trades on the show sheet that actually involve players that people have these thoughts that, oh, next year it's going to happen. Oh, the next year is going to happen. Yeah, let me ask a question. So do you guys have a strategy um, other than BPA when you're in a dispersal draft? What's BPA? Best, Best player, player available. available. Uh, well, you know that. No, dude, I'm not 15. <laughs> <laughs> BPA. BPA is from I that's our generation. <laughs> Listen, I always whatever. Go ahead. So explain it. There goes your street cred. That was literally <laughs> the question. I asked the question, then I explained to you what BPA was. Well, then, then I forgot the question because I had to ask what BPA was. <laughs> oh. Blood pressure accelerated. (laughs) Do you have a particular strategy? It's dispersal draft season, you know, because a lot of people have left leagues. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
you know, there's people joining leagues, taking over orphans, and a lot of times what you do is you have a dispersal draft. Okay, I understand that. I'm sorry that I asked you what BPA is, but yes, in my mind, when you talk about a dispersal draft, I think best player available is an important factor because in the dispersal draft, you're not, you don't have all the players available to you. You have just the best ones that were thrown into this pool. So I think a lot of times the best player available is pretty important when you you only have a a certain pool of players. So that would make sense. Yeah. Plus, also, you need to know the requirements of the league, what your starting lineups are, what players you need. <laughs> yeah, the most valuable player. And, and you know, the reason <laughs> he's on mute, <laughs> he's rolling his eyes in his head. What? The most what? valuable player is what you have to look at when you do this. Like, who do you think is the next most valuable player? And, and it's usually because there's a group of players that is weaker or um, right. slim pickings. Maybe it's the quarterbacks in a super flex, something like that. And you know you're not going to come out of it with enough guys to start like you would in a startup. Right. And so if you take the best player, the most valuable players, you have a greater chance, you know, likelihood to trade those players to get what you do need eventually. So, I mean, I, I call that a tactic. I mean, it just depends. I, I did one where the quarterbacks weren't great. There were a few elite quarterbacks, like three guys, you know, and then a bunch of guys, like, bad you know the non-reliable guys a bunch of you know trubiskies and locks and you know Wentz's. some rookies too yeah just yeah <laughs> Wentz, yeah got you know guys not to rely on philip rivers uh cam newton not a lot of high-end guys you know brady was on there but it, it's it was not you didn't come out of it feeling good no matter who you were you'd get a guy you know i got a lot of quarterbacks but i only got really one strong starter so yeah i was getting the christian mccaffrey's you know and dalvin cook and trying to get the the best bang for my buck so that I'm thinking I, I'm going to have to move one of these top players in order to get a quarterback, maybe a couple guys, but you know, you just, you have to think about it like that. So you come out of it. Of course you want to stratify if you, if it's a super flex league and try to get a couple quarterbacks, you know, the, but I think the first thing, like Mike said, it has to be that you're looking at the most val valuable players what can yeah. you get the most out of them. And it's funny because Shane rolled his head when I started going on to unless you need to look at your requirements. But maybe it, it kind of, there he goes again. But it kind of fits with what you just said, Jeremy. You may you may have like some great players that are available, but if you're in a super flex and you're going to need two quarterbacks, you might end up taking one of those lesser quarterbacks than the other offensive positions, because if you don't take one of those quarterbacks, then you are going to get stuck with the Mitchell Trubisky's and some of that. So there may be some better players on the board, but if you don't even have a quarterback yet and you need two of them, you might take one of those quarterbacks before you take one of those better players. Yeah. You don't want to take Mitchell Trubisky over Nick Chubb because you need a second quarterback. No, I no. What what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm saying is if you take the Nick Chubb and then the next 11 people all take quarterbacks and then you're stuck with Mitchell Trubisky is what I meant. You know, so if there's only two, or three good quarterbacks, you might want to take him before you take Chubb because by the time it comes back to you, you may not get a quarterback. That's what, what I meant. What about you, Shane? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And Shane, so why did you ask? What's going on? Uh, I might be in a dispersal draft. I don't know. <laughs> you might be. Of I'm course. Sure you are. The, the question, of course, is there to help I Shane. I knew he was doing one like right now or it's going to start soon. So, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I'm doing one. Whatever. Um, and I was just curious because one of the things I did is I took a 2021-105 uh, when a couple players on the board that 
probably you you could definitely not probably you could definitely argue that you should take over that um, like Calvin who? Ridley and Travis Kelsey. Oh, you took the but, 105 over Travis Kelsey? Yeah, so here's here's my thinking, right? <laughs> it's a dispersal. <laughs> so dispersals are fun because you notice all the sexy names, right? You do. You notice like, oh, there's like four good quarterbacks, five good wide receivers, three good running backs, and two good tight ends. And before you know it, you know, you're in the tenth round, or not even that far. You're in the ninth round and yeah. you're picking like, you know, Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Um not that you can't win year one with an orphan, but I, I like to hedge my bets a little bit. Um, uh, you know, uh, again, I get what you, you're talking about, you know, the trade value. Yeah. Um, maybe you could get more for Travis Kelsey than you can for the 105 on the trade market. I think you could. <laughs> uh, probably, probably. But, you know, it's also rookie season. Yeah. So by the time the draft starts, yeah, I'm thinking Trey Lance – and Mac Jones are going to look like perennial pro bowlers. So, you know, I, I could draft one of those guys or sell them. Yeah, I want Travis pick. Kelsey over Mac Jones. But yeah, yeah me too. Lance, I, I really think did you take gonna, the 105 or did you say yeah, you were thinking? Yeah, I took the 105. Oh, you did. We're okay. already in round um, seven. No, I don't even – here's the thing about dispersal drafts. They shouldn't even be called rounds because they're not full rounds. I was just going to say how people. many – yeah, I was going to say how many people is that because round seven sounds like there's been a, been like 80-something picks taken already. Yeah, you know. 12. Yeah. So really one round is three rounds and – I don't even think – okay, as a community, we should come up with a name for dispersal drafts. What the, the, I agree It shouldn't be called rounds. No, but I think that's what dispersal draft is. It's just a full-game <laughs> round. I get it. But, and, and the thing about you not taking Kelsey Baby and rounds? taking that 105, you wouldn't have got the 105, right, if you took Kelsey at that spot. The 105 would have been gone likely within – you know before your next turn. How, how yeah, soon after um, you took the 105 did Kelsey get picked? They go high. Well, the reason I say that, Jeremy, is be, t- depending on how f- how soon did he go after he took the one hundred and five. He went. He went right after. He would have went <laughs> exactly. He what? He went before my next two picks. He went at the four. <laughs> and when did you take the one hundred and five? At four three hundred one, which oh. is technically only. One, two, three, four picks before the four hundred two. Exactly. So he this went. Is why pretty- these numbers don't make sense. <laughs> So you went around. It was like basically a round. Almost it was a, before. <clears throat> I'm calling them mini rounds. That's what I'm calling them from now on. They're but just baby rounds. Listen, I think if this is a like tight 22s. end, if this is a tight end premium league, which most of the leagues we're on, no. they all they are. No. Okay, it's not. But I'm saying it if is. it was, then you would definitely take Kelsey. It's 1.5. Oh well, then I would. Okay, whatever. Listen, you've yeah, already done Kelsey what you did. Yeah, I was. I would have taken Kelsey too. You know. But the thing <laughs> is, though, the thing is, is when you talk about that, you took the 105 in that. It's it's pick season, and you could probably get something for it. There's also the side thing that happened is you fell for it, too. You saw the shiny new toy of the 105 as opposed to the old Kelsey on the side, and you went with the 105 as well. So yeah, but you know, I, I did it just – you know, everything I ever – I don't <laughs> draft – so this is weird. So most teams – in most drafts, I'm not drafting for my roster. 
I'm drafting, drafting, excuse me, I'm drafting for the, it's almost like what products I can have to sell. Exactly. See, and Jeremy and I are drafting to have a team to be able to play in week one. <laughs> so, well, but that, that's why in the sixth round, I always do things like grab Robert Woods because yeah. I'm like, well, all right, well, I know he's not sexy. But he's going to be a wide receiver one slash two most weeks. My only thing is, is if you were talking about the 102, 101, 103 maybe, but 105, I mean, what, you, you're so excited about showing data and everything. What's the hit rate of the 105 in rookie drafts as uh, opposed Travis, to Travis freaking Kelsey? 67%. <laughs> made that up yeah of course you did all right but obviously there we're not saying all this stuff to 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 crap on each other we're just talking about what we would do in that position yeah, no, no, i just and yeah. it's always a dilemma i have the same one when i do dispersals too and you you know every time you do one the rookie picks go really high yeah um, everybody wants those top picks and i'm with you i would not have taken the 105 over kelsey especially in a premium like that um, but you know, like Shane said, looking for possibly getting a quarterback there and he, and he should, he, he almost absolutely will get a quarterback there. So Shane says, uh, don't talk only, over me. <laughs> the only thing I will say, and I've been pretty consistent for a long time is that I'd rather have the player that can score me yeah. some points than the pick. So Cause you're going to be dead in <laughs> so you, you're you know, not playing we, for tomorrow. Listen, winning matters. We, we talk. So... <laughs> I'm immortal, you know, and you know it's going to affect how I play Dynasty. Knowing that I'm immortal, you know what I mean? Okay, Mr. McLeod. Um, the thing is, is no. Listen, I've been sick, and I, 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 I get what you're saying about who knows how long I'll be. But all right, look, um, we do have a bunch of trades on I here that I was going to tell you another thing though. But I was going to steer us you know towards what else the I trade. Did in this draft. <laughs> no, what else did you do? Just, just, just a hedge. What in case I suck? What? I also drafted my 2022 first. <laughs> Wait a second. You drafted your own pick? Well, yeah, because he reassigned the picks <laughs> to our names before the dispersal started. Which was good, though. Because think about it. Because you can look at your team that you're drafting and go, Damn it, that's my pick. I'm going to get it. Bad. I think I might want to go get my first rounder from next year. Because my strategy is a little wonky. Oh um, so let's just hedge. It's funny too. You know, I talked about it way back when we were first getting started in this, this whole journey of doing podcasts, but I've always been in the mindset that I'm totally happy trading my, my picks away. I, I don't want to have that fall back on my head going, well, if my team really sucks, at least I have my pick. I'd much rather have somebody else's pick and gear towards hoping they suck than to, uh, have a... <laughs> A safety net of case I suck, you know? Oh, yeah. um, but, um, all right, again, we were trying to steer towards the trades. And then you interrupted us with that uh, dispersal thing. So, of course, all these trades are geared towards you. And talking about picks, the very first trade you have on here, look, I think you want to might maybe say the title of what this, tra <laughs> this trade is. I'm getting is. off <laughs> You're going to uh, get off kind of... Yeah, that sounds kind of pornographic. Like you didn't went, mean that it. Would be, I'd be getting went off. That would be pornographic. <laughs> oh, like you didn't mean it that way. But go ahead. What was the trade? <laughs> so this is in the Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League that we're in. 
Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, I always forget about this one. Yeah, because we, we never see it. it. It's not even on our, my MFL list, Jeremy. <laughs> we made a trade when the Chicago Bears went to the Bears. Was like hot and heavy. Remember oh, that day? Yeah, that's like, awesome. Basically. You you yeah, played yeah, like, you oh. played off of that. That's so great. <laughs> well, I sold him because right. I was like, holy. F- he can, if he goes to the Bears, he's done. So I <laughs> traded him for the 110, um, some other shit. Uh, the 110, 2021 fifth, and a 2022 third. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I like how you played it off of a, a news story that came out that day. Look, because, you, you know, look, you, you got to – you got to be, it's dynasty. So sometimes you have to be proactive. And if you seen these blurbs stating that a quarterback you roster is going to one of the worst offenses in football, uh, an offense that's losing Allen Robinson, but keeping Matt Nagy, um, I think you got to try to try to move off that guy. No, I agree with you trading him, especially after all the conversations we've had on this show and on other people's shows and, and what people <laughs> really feel about Wentz. I just think it's funny that the next trade that you have on the show sheet, you traded for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A 2022nd first for him. And but when I, the I title, don't mind that either. Do you really? Cause I was going to say the title says I'll still buy him cheap. He still gave up a first regardless of it's whether it's 2022 or 2021, he still mm-hmm. gave up a first for him. There's, there's other players that I believe that you could probably have got with that first, you know, like who? Like who? There's like a, not Carson Wentz. Well, I'm just saying, exactly. There, how many people are in the NFL? There's a lot of players. I'm just saying, when you're dealing with some of the people in your league, if you throw them a first, you a lot of people will trade you players just because it says a first, whether it's 2021 or 2022. If you believe in Carson Wentz, which you just said you traded him for the 110, you turned around and bought him for a 2022 first. So it, it's not... Totally a buy low, is it? Huh? Um, Fuck you. (laughs) I think a 2022 first is one of those buy low moves because I I feel like, again, it's it's a year down the road. Um, This team, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to leave this. This team was decent um, and it it definitely needed a quarterback. So it's it's hedging that, you know what, maybe Wentz can bounce back. Because if I do he, like the 110 that you got in the other trade. Exactly. You, you traded him for the 110. You yes. also picked up a fifth. You got a 2022 third. I think that's really a nice deal. A little a little more questionable um, getting that, you know, the, the 2022, um, you know, given that instead. The 2022 first, except that it's next year. So I, I like that you didn't trade a first from this year. I would have I would have wondered what the fuck you were doing. No, and, but and, yeah, at least it's next year, but still. And I get that you're saying it is by by him cheap, but my point is is that is only if you really think that he's going to play. It also you can roll your eyes all you want, but your roster is a, a consideration. If you don't have any quarterback on your roster, if you only have one shitty quarterback, then yeah, I can see that. But if you already have two starting quarterbacks, I don't think I would give away my future first to get and him on my team. And is Wentz a starter? Are we sure? But that's my point. Wentz is a future starter. Exactly, that's my point. So I'm, I'm sure he's a starter next year, wherever he is. All right, so what? But that's why I'm saying, if you already have two starting quarterbacks, I wouldn't have done that trade. <clears throat> I don't. There's the plot twist. 
And again, that's why when I ask you what your roster is, you roll your eyes, you stick your tongue I out at me. I was playing on my phone. You flip me off. Um, well, I flip you <laughs> off just out of habit, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, my quarterback situation. I got Lamar Jackson. Uh -huh. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and this is a league I traded Justin Herbert for Lamar Jackson and something else. I forget what. <laughs> um, it was something good, though. Um, then we got, you know, Josh Dobbs, Chad Henney, Brian Hoyer, okay. Gardner Minshew, and Nate Sudfeld. Okay, then of course. Then I would trade a 2022 for, you need for a, Carson Wentz. quarterback. Yeah. Even on the chance that he becomes a starter, it's better than those guys. Yet. Exactly. Yeah. So then that's why we say the details matter, Shane. <laughs> they really do. I don't care. Trade for need. <laughs> you needed a quarterback, and you did it uh, for a future. I, honestly, it's okay because it's a future. And if he becomes a starter, then he's probably, well, he's definitely worth the 2022 first. If he becomes a starter and does, you know, middling this year it's it, still worth it but is that one of the trades where you reached out to tj or did he come to you i've literally no idea i don't most of my trades are like sex i'm not really sure how they happen <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just i'm in the middle of it and i'm like oh okay wait uh, you're it. in a league with tj hushmanzada that's awesome <laughs> That's, that's what you mean um, by TJ, right? Yeah, he's exactly. Very, he doesn't want people knowing that he's in a league. With oh, my God. Hey, that guy was – that was fun to have that guy in my league back in when Yeah, because he was cheap when you first acquired him, for sure. Yeah, back in the day, like you said, when I was in my 30s. Um, the early days of yesteryear. So we do have another trade here that is involving DeAndre Swift. What is this team? Planning the plan. Planning that's, to plan. That's the name of that team. But it's yours is Shane is still awful. How do you know that's mine? <laughs> could be a different Shane. Could just be, or it could be someone that doesn't like me. Okay, so in this league, <laughs> you know, wait, they Shane, don't like Jeremy. me, so they they take they make their name Shane still awful. Jeremy, we're we're actually in a league, aren't we? That Shane's not in. That somebody has Shane in their the title of their oh, team. Oh, John right? Bosch has <laughs> Shaneless is great. <laughs> I'm in a league without Shane and the other issue guys. Thank God. He's the I just remembered that. So Shane, tell everybody tell everybody about this trade. Yeah, did you get Swift and Shark? He did. Um, he did. So yeah, so last week we in the patron chat again, um, and with the HQ crew, we, we started talking about DJ Chark, um, about his value. And I sent out a bunch of, I'll, I'll say low ball offers where I was just trying to send random seconds for DJ Chark. Um, most of those offers didn't go anywhere. Um, most people yelled at me and told me that <laughs> yeah, Trevor true. Lawrence was going there. Yeah. And I said, well, of course I do. I was, I was trying to um, hose you. <laughs> but this particular gentleman um, actually just countered back and forth. It was like, heavy shots um he came for jonathan taylor um you know a little back and forth so what we came to in agreement is uh, i gave up jonathan taylor and a 2021 second uh which i believe is the 224 <laughs> which makes it a copy leak oh okay yeah. i was gonna and say I got deandre swift and dj chark i like it 
Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I didn't. I saw this and I instantly knew I want the Swift and Shark side. You guys know I'm a big fan of both of those guys. Uh, Shark's no secret. I've, I've talked about him a lot, but I honestly like Swift, Dobbins, and Acres better than Taylor. I'm not kidding. Um, I, I like Jonathan Taylor. I really do. I think he's good. But those, I would getting those other one of those other three players from that class and Shark over that 2021 second. Yeah, absolutely. I want that. Yeah, 100%. I definitely would want the side that you got. It's funny, Jeremy, every time I ever hear the name DJ Chark, I picture you singing that song you did that time. But um, but yeah, definitely, especially if it's the 2.24, is that what you said? Yeah, which is, you know, <laughs> in a non-copy league, hold on, I think it would be the 111. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. You got to divide it by two. So do you put the denominator over the denominator <laughs> and it's 224 so it'd be the 112 okay so let right. me see is that how that works i don't know that that is that how it works jeremy he just times everything by two right this is the first you, time he's what, stumped me now what are you talking about he said the 224 just, would be what if it was a single copy one the 112 yeah, yeah you just divide it yeah you know what's funny is he confused me by his <laughs> Trying yeah, to, to figure reduce it, out. it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so I don't want. I know. What's I, the biggest I, number um, you can use to reduce it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty. You know, you use a denominator and a denominator. Numerator and denominator. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I I only know this because I've had to help the nine year old with um with his math, and so I had to relearn a lot of stuff. Um, and and I it's it's been interesting. Like the the neurons and the synapses, they're all connecting again, and I'm like. But it's harder this time than when I first learned this stuff. But, yeah. you know, being a teacher in my spare time of kids, it's, you know, I'm putting that on my resume, fellas. I'm also a teacher. <laughs> I teach kids at home, man. I, I'm not qualified for shit. I've taught my kids how to go on um, YouTube. Or actually, if you just put in the question in the URL, it exists somewhere. And the answer is there as well. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't tell them that. Like, it's it's true. That. You can't but do I that exactly. And then I go, uh-huh. Oh, oh, no, yeah, that makes sense. I would Did have you show that. your Actually, kids, though? Did you teach them why? No, I haven't taught them As long as you do that. When, they're, when they get to high school, then I'll be like, look, just go. You won't be internet. able to help them when they get to high school, man. Well, that's We're going to have to go back like, to high school. Go on the internet and cheat, or if there's anyone in your school that's really smart, if it's not them, you know, pay them to take your test and stuff. <laughs> it's so funny because you two guys have these young kids and mine is, he's going to be 17 in two months, man. Uh, so it's like, but he's, he's uh, wrapping up 11th grade. So it's been more difficult for me to be able to help him than you guys have man, the problem. What, do you, do when he, what do you do when he smarts off to you? Cause I told my oldest, who's got a he's he's lippy. I mean, really pretty lippy. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, man, what what's gonna happen when the weather breaks is that I'm gonna teach you how to fight. You need to defend yourself. So we're gonna strap on the boxing gloves and we're gonna get in the trampoline so you don't get hurt too bad. And I'm gonna show you how to fight, dude. Uh, you don't know like, what I need to teach that. I need to teach that kid a lesson, and he does need to fight. But you don't know what lip is until you have a 16 year old. When Michael Jr. was your age, we used to do wrestling. We used to do all that stuff. But now, no way. That's uh, he, He's bigger than he's me. He's bigger than you now. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely bigger than me. Bigger um, than you when he was three. <laughs> shut up. 
<laughs> you know, and it's so funny. I had a perfect transition from this Swift trade, but I have no idea now what I was going to ask you. Oh, man, I'm totally on. confused now after talking about that. Um, what, look, Swift. we have some stuff in the Patreon show. I don't remember what else we were going to talk about. So why don't we wrap this all up and <laughs> let's get to our Patreon show. So Shane, tell everybody about our HQ crew. Um, our HQ crew is better than your crew. <laughs> No, I you know I love it's our chat. We go in there. Everybody's talking all the time. We're talking trades, talking player value, talking a lot of rookie talk. Obviously, a lot of smart people in there. Um, not me, of course, but we have smart people in there, and uh, it's just good. It's what good do you mean, not you? You're I'm, smart and you're in there all the time. Gosh, no, no, no. I'm in there good. all the time. But you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying our patrons smart. might be smarter than me. Kind. <laughs> And then, Jeremy, tell everybody about our store, but you don't have to go into detail about all the details we were working on behind the scenes. Yeah, we, we do have a store, and if you guys want to get some great swag like shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, all kinds of stuff, T-shirts with shit, Shane says, check out dthq.storenv.com. That's dthq.storenv.com, and pick something up. Stickers, man, the, the stickers are great. <laughs> And I know I made that kind of joke about the behind the scenes, but we have some kind of order coming from, was it China that we're trying to work on? To uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's coming from China, but yeah, I think it's coming from the States, but they're, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We have a it's big order. the crew, yeah. Yeah, stuff we have a crew, man. Exactly. We have a big order coming that we had a, a little bit of a hiccup, but it is, it's for our crew. And once we get it, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, um, just on an unrelated note, um, it is harder to use a stolen credit card than you might think. <laughs> Apparently. I look how you say unrelated when we're talking about the hiccup we're having for our order. So, <laughs> hey, and then listen, look, today is February 12th, and we're, we're going into the Valentine's Day, present day weekend, but... Oh. We're about 15 days away, I think it is, till we're going to have our big Zoom <laughs> hangout with our patrons. So if you want to get in on that fun, it's going to be the weekend of February 27th, the, the end of the month. And uh, get in there and be a patron so that you can come hang out with us. It's going to be the first time we do it. We're going to do it on Zoom, and it may be a total shit show, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> um, and then check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Give us a rate and review. And, um, you know, thanks for listening to us. We try to have fun. We hope you guys have fun too. And we're going to go do our Patreon show. So say goodnight, everybody. Hey, we'll see you next week, gang. Thanks. Say goodbye, Shane. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. Say it again. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what you did. <laughs> <laughs>